Hello, my name is Victor and I would like to welcome you to yet again another episode of the Breath of Hope podcast. Still on the title, Church Hut. First of all, we're going to be recapping about what we did a few weeks back. You as a person, you went into the church just searching for something, but it's more like the more you look, the less you see. But basically, you ran away from something from the world, going to look for a different experience in the church, but met the same fate within the followers of the church. We also spoke about how the person who hurts you, there are people who were also imperfect, who were also working on themselves. And we now came to the conclusion that, okay, yes, we understand that you've been hurt, right? And we understand this person's own point of view, but let's talk about how you can get healed and one major uh, mark of you being healed was you processing forgiveness what's the next step now do you go back to church or do you just stay on your own i'm not going to tell you go back to church or not go back to church i want us to rather explore things from a philosophical point of view and in order for us to get there then we need to ask ourselves a couple of questions first question what does my spiritual life entail now, second question would be, what is the purpose of the church? Third question would be, are the two mutually exclusive? And let's look at this critically. What does your relationship with God entail? Now, to answer this question, you have to really understand what the basis of your relationship with God is. And that's the fact that while we're seen as, you know, Christ died for us, Christ sent by God died for us because jesus christ has died for you and he rose god now has called you you know chose you he calls you forgiving he calls you his beloved and so you have a whole lot of love story around the fact that jesus christ died for you now within the identity there is a purpose and that's the fact that god wants you to help other people to you know believe in him think about it this way you're born in a building and there are only two firemen to save you and so God instructs one of them to see, and says, go and save this guy. And so that guy enters the burning building and the guy, you know, is able to save you. And then God treats your injury and all of that and he equips you and he says, you know, go and save this other guy, right? Because the same way I love you enough to want to save you, the same way I love the next guy enough to want to save that person. And now you might be wondering why his purpose is important, right? And not necessarily within this context, but why his purpose is important. Why can't it just be the whole nice, you know, emotional feelings, where you know i just talk to god and you know we, we we love we love together we laugh together we cry together and all of those things i involve god in my plans in my daily activities why can't it just be that why must there be some sort of purpose to it think about it this way in relationship with a certain lady that you know you've met and you know you guys are always watching netflix you guys are going to the movies you guys are doing all of those stuff now you'd come to realize that you know when you guys first started the phone was going this way and you guys were doing all of those nice things but after a while the phone starts dropping down why because you're normalizing all of these things human beings we are born with purpose in mind we are born to want to leave a legacy because we understand that we are going to die one day and so i know that if i party from now till i'm 80 it's useless why because when i die all my party will die with me so i want to do something that lives on after me and so you realize that a relationship that is only reliant on netflix and chill or on seeing the movie is going to soon come crashing down because it needs to survive on something but it needs to survive on a legacy it needs to survive on purpose same way with your relationship with god that you can think about that relationship in the last five years in the last 10 years and you cannot just be bold to say that you know we've had a good relationship but we've used this relationship to achieve something right and so your relationship with god must be in that same view the second question which is really what's the purpose of the church 
I mean towards you at least. Now, I want to think about the church on two levels. First of all, as a hospital. Second of all, as a school. As a hospital, what should the church help you do? What's the purpose of the church as a hospital? Of course, the hospital helps make people get better, right? Now, remember I said earlier that when Jesus Christ died for you, God is not able to call you, you know, holy, righteous, blameless, he's beloved. And so what that means in practical terms is that if I used to be a thief, because I understand that God now calls me holy, because I now believe in Christ Jesus, so God calls me holy, I'm blameless, I would walk in the consciousness and the awareness that I am no longer a thief, and that basically helps me to become a better person. And so the church is like a system or a structure that is able to tell you about these things, that is able to teach you these things, right? You know, in order for you to know, okay, this is not who I am anymore. So I can't, you know, behave this way. So I am no longer a thief. So in that way, the church operates as a hospital. The church as a school, what does this mean? What does a school do? A school simply trains people. A school simply, so you want to be an engineer. Of course, you need to go to a school. Imagine trying to be a doctor, you didn't go to school. You just say that you, you self-learned. Of course, nobody would give you a job in this hospital, right? And so the church serves as a school to also train you, right? In order for you to accomplish what we spoke about earlier, which is purpose. Are the two mutually exclusive? And what that means is, is there a possibility where they don't necessarily interconnect and, you know, where one serves the other? Now, the first thing is, what does your relationship entail with God? Now, in that is a need. Now, what is the purpose of the church? In that is a solution. So saying that you don't need the church really is like saying that because a Nigerian hospital, and by the way, I know a number of people firsthand that the Nigerian hospital system has killed personally, right? Now, that does not mean that if, let's say my wife is in labor, I'll say no, I'll call a couple of neighbors, you know, maybe married women that are giving baby fans, say, come and help my wife give birth. They'll call me a lunatic. You will call me a lunatic. The fact that Nigerian hospitals are bad, even if my the money I can afford is money for, let's say, a, a public hospital, that does not mean that I would, you know, handle the delivery myself. I will still have to take my chances. Same thing with schools. You know, there's a popular phrase that says, school nurse can, school nurse can, but you, you go still send your picking go school. Why? Because you don't want your child to be an illiterate. And so regardless of how much we think that school is a scam, we will still follow the same system to take our children to school because we know that school is necessary. And so the same logic must be applied to the church. If, you tr if you're truly genuine and you say, okay, I want to have the best of relationship with God, I understand the church is not a perfect place, but trust me, your best bet will still be with a church, but not just a church, now a good church, right? And of course, we'll discuss next week, you know, how to choose a good church, right? But you must understand this. There are, you know, several spheres of influence in life, right? You have the government, you have the media, you have the entertainment, you know, I think you have education, you have family, right? You have you know, the spiritual and something else I can't remember. Now, in each and every one of these sphere, it's important to note that there is accountability, there is structure, right? So what that means is that, you know, we have a government and you would agree with me that one reason why Nigeria is very bad is because it's not necessarily because of the people, because we don't have good structures for accountability, for transparency. In countries where there is more transparency, people perform better, right? Same thing with the football. You have the coach. Imagine you didn't have a coach. You know, players will fight about, you know, which position you get. Even in a business, imagine having two CEOs. There will be chaos. And so you realize that in every sphere of influence, there is room for accountability. There is structure. There is hierarchy for accountability, right? In order for us to perform at our optimal best.
Now, the same logic, if truly the spiritual you know, uh, zone is also part of this sphere of influence, it must also be applied to the same principle. There must be a hierarchy, there must be a structure for accountability for you to get the best out of your, your, yourself. So if the goal of spiritual life is to have a heightened spiritual relationship with God, then it means that accountability or hierarchy or whatever in order to achieve that is needed within that space. And this is what the church exists for. Now, for those of you who are saying that, what, what if I don't get back and the church hurts me? We'll talk about this next week. You know, how you can prevent church hurts from happening to you again. Thanks for listening. Have a lovely day. Bye.